Hey, and welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. It's Wags. I got Dane here. Dane, how's it going? Hey, Wags. How are you doing? Go Pack Go. Doing excellent. Uh, I'm excited to talk again about our 2019 draft. And um, today we're going to talk about cornerbacks and safety all in one episode. And um, we are going to uh, go ahead and... um, discuss some of the needs that the Packers have, what um, some of the prospects uh, they may be looking at are, and also what round they might be uh, uh, taking a pick with uh, either of these two positions. So, uh, Dane, are you ready to go? Yeah, man, I'm ready to go. And looking at the cornerback room, we talked a little bit before we got this podcast started. Uh, You made a really good point that I'll let you expand upon, but we got a pretty good room right now in in the cornerback room. We have a lot of young talent. We've got, obviously, Jair Alexander, who who just showed a lot of ability as a as a rookie. Kevin King's got some injury issues, but when he's been on the field, he's long, he's aggressive, and uh, we're hopeful he can stay healthy. Uh, we've got Josh Jackson, who we took, um, but but it looks like we're we're we've got a lot of um, talent and depth, and and that's not even to say we don't have Tremont Williams, who uh, there's talk could be a cornerback. So I'm looking at it. Um, what what was your take looking at? What we decided to go towards this past season and looking at the cornerbacks that are available in this draft, how do you feel? What's your, where do you think the priority is? So I, it's definitely going to be safety when you look mm-hmm. at this defensive backs group. It, that's that's the need, um, and uh, it was good. I think Goody was using great foresight. Um, there was a, a much deeper uh, pool of cornerbacks, uh, top-end cornerbacks in draft last year, and he was able to get two of the best ones. Now, Jackson certainly, I think, has some room to grow and, and mm-hmm. some things to improve on uh, after his rookie campaign. But uh, Jair Alexander, there's a ton to love there he seems like he's ready to jump into that blue chipper level Mm -hmm. so uh, we're in really good shape I think with that cornerback group overall Um, they'll definitely going to always I think with a group like this as big as it is with some injuries that can occur draft someone if not two guys at some point Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them go the undrafted free agent route and maybe probably in the second half of the draft is where they're going to supplement this position group I would really be surprised if they're targeting a cornerback in the first second third or maybe even the fourth round Um, so I think in the fourth round is where we should perhaps look at some of the prospects mm-hmm. in this cornerback group. Um, so there's some guys here I, I uh, in the first few rounds, certainly that'll be taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think the Packers will be looking at this position that early. Sure. Do you think it's safe to say, I mean, looking at the roster, some of the guys that we've already named that are currently on the Packers roster, uh, another player I neglected to mention was Tony Brown, who really showed up, I thought, a little bit later in the year. Uh, from Alabama who who would come in. So when we look across the, the roster right now, I mean, arguably there's five guys at the cornerback position that are already on the team, right? And and that's saying if Tony Brown is a lock, which he's probably not, but he's going to battle. Um, so anybody that comes in here, uh, as you said, probably more in the, the mid to late rounds, um, they're going to have a fight on their hands just to make the roster, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. And most likely they're going to be looking to keep 
six corners, I think, mm -hmm. is, is most likely. Um, and there's always going to be injuries, so you need to have depth. So you need to bring guys in and compete um, at this position. Like you said, uh, Tony Brown showed some things, uh, especially in the second half of the season. Uh, made a couple of gaffes, but came back, I thought, showed some real mental toughness yeah. and, and uh, played pretty well, I thought, down the stretch. So uh, a guy like that definitely has a leg up. Um, but there, there could be some injuries too, and, and especially you know someone like Kevin King, hopefully he can stay healthy this yes. year, um, and he can really put it together because uh, that's really going to, uh, I think, be a key um, story at the end of the day for how this position group performs overall. Uh, not all on Kevin King, but I think Kevin King, uh, his health, and then someone like Jackson, is he able to make that step in year two, uh, is really going to um, be, be what, uh, at the end of the day, uh, mm -hmm. dictates how we feel about this group overall. Um, but that being said, Dane, I, I don't know if there's anyone um, that we're looking at in that fourth, fifth round range with these prospects that you might want to take a look at as a name that could potentially be out there. I, I know once we get that deep, deep in the draft, realistically, mm -hmm. it's sort of like throwing darts at the board. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, just based on a profile of maybe some of the guys they've taken, especially mm -hmm. they, they've given us a, a look, right? In the last few years, we've Definitely. invested heavily in this position. Um, they seem to like the long, rangy type. Jair was a little bit outside of that uh, mold, mm -hmm. but um, but just based on his skill and his yeah. athletic freakiness overall, yeah. I, I think that an exception was made there. So is there anyone that uh, perhaps has the physical attributes that we might be looking for uh, in this group? Yeah, I mean, one thing, if we got really lucky, was somebody like a, a Savion Smith out of Alabama. Corner, he's long, man. He's 6'1", 198. Um, I did a little bit of reading on him, and I mentioned him because uh, we did take that shot on Tony Brown last year out of Alabama, so I'm uh, kind of looking at a little bit of past history. We have a, a kind of a less history, obviously, with Goody than we did with Ted Thompson as far as uh, trends that we'd like to see or that he likes to see. But I really like him. He was a five-star recruit um, out, out of high school, and he was an LSU guy, transferred over to Alabama. Um, but just like how he plays the game, um, he's projected to go – you know, in the top 130 or so guys off the board. So this would be a little bit more on the top end. But you know I love guys that are um, underclassmen that are coming out, that have some talent. I think he's somebody to just keep an eye on. Should he fall maybe into the fourth or potentially, I mean, I'd be shocked, but fourth or even in the fifth round, you'd have to go and get him. Sure, six one one ninety eight. Got a little bit of length. Um, I, I like some of the things in his scouting report. That mentioned that um, he can be a little overactive in contact window. And <laughs> no, and the reason I say yeah. I, I'm saying I like that is those are things that you can be coached up on. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of times, guys coming out of Alabama, they've got such a good coaching staff and NFL level coaching staff yes. that there aren't there isn't a lot of improvement that they can necessarily show at the next level aside from their 
own uh, improvement. So I think a guy like that, when you see little things like that, and the uh, it's not you know slow reaction or something like that, that's the question mark. Um, that's uh, he's it says he's got good ball skills. So yeah, I think that would be a, a good name uh, to throw out there. I do agree with that. Anyone else that you would be looking at in in that maybe fourth, fifth, or sixth round range? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So you know, I look at like the actually I look at a couple of guys. The Packers have had a chance to bring in a couple guys, right? Uh, in some of their uh, some of their um, one-on-one interviews and workouts, and they brought in a guy named Kadar Holman. He's a corner out of Toledo, a little bit of a smaller school player. Also, Donnie Lewis Jr., a corner out of uh, Tulane. Um, so just looking at that, I mean, that shows that the Packers aren't afraid to maybe look at guys from a little bit smaller schools um, that uh, have... have shown some talent on the field and on some tape and think that maybe they could find uh, some gems that weren't under the maybe the spotlight of the um, SEC or some of the bigger schools. And I think that tells us a lot about their mindset about that position too. Uh, both of those guys are projected to be last day picks or yeah. undrafted free agents. Uh, so definitely they're going to want to bring in some guys, right? Definitely. Um, uh, as we said, but uh, they may not necessarily be looking to invest one of their uh top round picks in this position group. So, uh, Dane, I think that pretty much covers cornerback unless mm-hmm. there was anything else you wanted to mention. No, no, I think we, we're in a pretty good agreement here that this isn't a top priority because of Goody's foresight uh, last season and and we can definitely look to maybe the back end of the defensive back and the safety position where every single Packer fan knows we need to get better and get better fast if we're going to be a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, so um, one guy that is actually uh, showing up a lot in connection to the Packers is Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, yeah. um, and he's a junior safety out of Florida. Uh, he's just projected to be a first-round pick, so I don't know if we would uh, be looking at him at 12, Dane, but no. um, you know, sometimes with a safety they could slide a little bit. Is he someone that you could see being available at 30? And is he a guy that we should be looking out for? I'll tell you what, I think he could be. We've definitely seen um, the safety position become less of a priority for teams in free agency. Uh, As we saw last year and certainly this offseason, there's still a lot of talent in the free agent pool. So um, there's definitely a chance for for him to slip a little bit. Uh, What I do like about this player in particular is he's a hitter. He, he likes to set the tone and, and deliver the big hit. What makes me nervous about him is he's a hitter and he likes to set the tone. And uh, we need guys that are going to wrap up and going to play some good ball. Um, but, but he does play pretty well in zone coverage. He's very aggressive. Uh, ball player, and he, you know, from what we've read, he's really good at, um, you know, kind of picking the ball off of the quarterback's hand, and and that's something we need. We need more ball hawks on this defense, don't we? Yeah, absolutely, and that's something that we've really lacked at the safety group since yeah. since we lost uh, Collins. It's been a while since we've had um, kind of that natural ball hawking safety, yes. um, and boy, it could be. Um, a, a real opportunity, I think, th- in this draft to uh, go and get someone like that, um, especially with Amos now in the fold. Um, mm-hmm. He's someone that you can really, I think, uh, rely on to be that jack of all trades and, and do a lot of things. And, and, and 
and he's going to hopefully create some turnovers in his own right. Um, but um, uh, having someone that can just go up and get the ball, um, that, that would be huge, I think, for, for this team. Well, that, and that's why that signing we were so excited about a few weeks ago, right, is that um, much like the 12 pick and the 30 pick, where I don't know if anybody's totally sure where the Packers are going to be taking, what positions they're going to be taking, you look at the safety position room now, um, just bringing Amos in alone frees you up to take the best safety available. You're not locked in because Amos can do a little bit of everything really, really well. Yeah, and so it's a lot of moving pieces, right? We've we've covered some of the other position groups. Are we going to draft a tight end at 12? Um, Are we going to take a offensive lineman? We kind of decided they could take one in the first round if if someone falls, uh, or uh, maybe they are taking an offensive lineman late or not at all. So who knows? Um, But uh, yeah, this safety position to me feels like um, you want to try to get a blue chip uh, guy if possible, or at least someone that can be a difference maker. And I'm not saying that you can't do that by getting someone in the third, fourth, fifth round, because you just never know. But I think you increase your chances a lot if you can get one of these top end guys. And hopefully, you know, they come in and and they work hard and they pan out. One nice thing I think um, about uh, Gardner Johnson is he's regarded as having a high motor, like you said, can can attack the football, likes to hit. Um, So Hopefully that's not a two-edged sword, as you said. Um, well, another but, well, another name I think to be looking at is uh, Nasir Adderley um, out of Delaware. Smaller school guy, but someone that's been getting a lot of attention um, in this pre-draft process. process um, is projected to be um, probably a, a mid to later first round pick, early second round pick. So what do you know about him? You know, Wayne? I could, so I'll go out on a limb right now. I think that if Adderley's there in the second round, the Packers take him. At 44? At 44. Okay. So I, they would pass on him at 30? I think there's, uh, you know, never say never. This is a position where um, all signals, I think, have pointed. They've talked about Tremont being primarily a cornerback. To do that, you, you do need to improve the safety position. So I do fully expect the Packers to be active and kind of let the draft fall to them a little bit. But if Adderley were able to fall to the Packers um, in this position, I think that it, it would be a no brainer pick for them in the second round I'd be ecstatic he played some cornerback in college he's got some ball skills Um, I think he's shown improvement again a smaller school guy but heck Nick Collins went to Bethune Cookman right so you can find a lot of talent a lot of different programs in this country these days Um, so I think it's possible that they would take him at 30 I wouldn't be totally upset by any means but since this position has been devalued um, by a lot of these NFL executives, I'd be much more inclined to take him a little bit later in that 44 range, and and I would call that a success right there. Sure, um, and I mean some of the things to really like about him is how physical he is. Um, he's he's physical taking on blocks and receivers downfield. Um, really good tackler um, and can tackle and wrap up in space. Um, it's regarded as an outstanding athlete. He didn't um, actually uh, attend the combine, so um, I don't know if if there was any particular reason for that. Um, sometimes these. Uh, We've we've said it. If you if we've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. Sometimes these small school guys, uh, they're not the ones that we know about. If we if for all of us that follow college football uh, closely, but 
Um, when you're looking at the NFL draft, if there's guys that are projected to go this high, uh, sometimes there's real reason to get excited about them. Mm-hmm. Um, just they're the ones that you really want to keep an eye on. Uh, and the Packers have had a lot of success drafting uh, guys from these smaller schools in the past. Definitely. And I think that where we could see him potentially going a little earlier than the second round is because while we don't know his 40 time, Everybody thinks the kid can fly, and speed does kill in the NFL. So guy like that, um, you know, what, one of the things that we were just reading uh, up on him about said they'd be shocked if he didn't run a sub four five forty. And yeah. if you're taking a guy at the safety position, um, even if they're a little raw coming out of college, if they've got that speed and pads to make up for maybe you know a little bit of a, a, a lack of awareness as they're as they're kind of getting their feet wet in the NFL. You're going to take that guy all day, so there's definitely a possibility that he does go early. But again, if he's there and we have the opportunity, oh boy, he'd be a good pick. Absolutely. So uh, perhaps looking down, a couple other guys that are potentially second round um, or sliding down yeah. potentially into the third round. Um, we've got uh, Deontay Thompson out of Alabama, uh, Juan Thornhill out of Virginia, uh, both juniors coming out, have some decent size, both of them 6'2", about 195 pounds. Yeah. Um, at, played at bigger schools, have some some high-end competition. Um, Amani Hooker, mm-hmm. um, junior out of Iowa. Boy, we like those Iowa guys, don't we? We um, do. <laughs> we do like those Iowa guys. And, and uh, you know, one of the, the guys that I sure miss is um, is Micah Hyde. <laughs> and I'll just, you know, I, they're not, these guys are definitely Mr. Not October, oh, Mr. January. Mr. January, yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. He was, um, he was so fun to watch. But uh, just Iowa does produce just good um good football players and you know he he doesn't have that burst maybe that that we're looking for uh out of the safety position uh but is just a guy um just a guy who i think can play a little bit of football he's a little bit later in the draft i i think that we will take a safety somewhere in the draft so maybe if the draft doesn't fall the way we want him to you know want it to we still fall uh and and amani hooker falls to us he is that ball hawk kind of safety so that would maybe allow amos to do a little bit of everything and and quite frankly mirror a little bit of what he did in chicago last year where where you know Amos wasn't the one that was getting all the headlines, but was making a lot of the the football plays and allowed for the other safety to make uh, the splash plays. And Hooker's the kind of guy as a ball hawk that could make some of those splash p- plays that the Green Bay Packers have been craving out of their safety group. Yeah, sure. And I mean, if if they don't think that he's going to be available for them, if sliding down at around four, perhaps he's a guy that they could trade up back at around three if they yep. felt they needed to. Uh, so they've got some capital to be able to do something like that um, depending on if they're able to get their top guys at this position group um, they can definitely jump back up and grab one of these guys in that second or third round range um, I'm not saying Hooker will be a second round pick for sure but mm-hmm. um, but uh, in general this group um, uh, they could get one of those guys by, by moving back up into uh, the second or third round if they needed to. Yeah we have the picks I think there to maybe make something work there and uh, you know as we're working through this list I will say that um, 
Amos is definitely the lock for the team, obviously a huge high price free agent. Um, I'm still excited to see what Josh Jones could potentially do um, going into this year. I'm not writing him off. I do think he makes this team, uh, but I think taking another safety probably frees him up to maybe not have, um, not be boxed into one position and, and do the things that I think that uh, Coach Petton really likes to do with uh, athletic players like Josh Jones, which is let him move around the field a little bit and, and, and just kind of uh, continue to improve and just be a good football player because I think that's what Josh Jones is. I think he can show flashes even as an outside linebacker at times for the Packers, but allow him to play that maybe that dime position, like move him around and let him be the player and, uh, and then maybe draft a more traditional safety uh, this year. Yeah, and perhaps some good competition will be helpful too. I think Jones, I don't know if, I can't say this, just looking from afar, but it almost seemed like he was going to get the starting position by default last year. And then for some reason, he wasn't able to grab that at any point. Um, So that's a little bit concerning for me. Uh, But in any event, I don't think he's someone they're going to rely on to be... um, the starter, he's definitely he would have to turn it around big time and yeah. show that he's earned that. If he does, I, I one other thing, I guess point I want to make on safety, I would expect this to be similar to tight end, where they're going to pick uh, a guy in in one of the top three rounds, mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't be surprised if 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 nothing else, probably for sure an undrafted free agent, but maybe even one of their two six-round picks would be where they would take a shot at another safety. Um, they've got, you know, a, a number of, of, of people on the roster, but they've jettisoned uh, most of the group, I yeah. think, from last season. So it would make sense to me that um, they might be willing to take a swing and, and uh, uh, bring in a couple of guys in the draft. Um, so there, there could be a couple of other... Um, names late to be taking a look at um, in that sixth or seventh round range um, and um, I, I just taking a shot uh, maybe someone like a, a Will Harris out of uh, Boston College mm-hmm. uh, the reason I kind of circled him uh, a bigger guy 6'2 uh, 210 pounds uh, I, I don't don't know that he's going to um, pop out uh, in terms of the name uh, coming from that program, but uh, four four speed, um, and so that's something that yep. again you said earlier you can't teach speed. Um, maybe it's, it's worth just taking a shot on a guy like that. They've got plenty of picks. Uh, mm-hmm. See if we can um, uh, mold him into a football player and see what we can get. Um, so that that would be someone maybe to take a look at later on in the process. Might be a little bit raw as a prospect, um, but has some of those physical tools. You're right and fast guys that like to hit can always play special teams in the nfl and you're taking a guy maybe a little of a shot at a guy later uh there there's there's places for players that uh are like to play football and that can get down the field quickly right so maybe a, a guy like this could could do um he could do uh, some some good for a, for a team in the NFL and and quite frankly if you're a five six seventh round pick or an undrafted free agent looking to make the roster you better get used to playing special teams yeah absolutely so um, yeah he could be a perhaps a good gunner um, if he's got a sure sure tackler he's not in his scouting report isn't a big hitter but you don't need to be if you're in that in that position if you can just get downfield uh, and wrap up and make the play that's the most important thing so um, uh, yeah I I don't know if he would be someone that would end up making the team, but my point is that we've got 10 picks. Mm-hmm. I, it, we don't necessarily have to uh, get someone that's going to contribute right away. 
uh, you can take a shot uh, yeah. with some of these later picks and, and just see if you can uh, uh, write a lottery ticket. You never know. So. Def- definitely. And and we did see that the uh, the Packers, they do kind of the local workouts for um, for kind of schools in the area. Uh, they're, they're allowed, NFL teams, I guess, are allowed to be able to meet with um, with like the local area colleges so they had a ton of wisconsin badgers in as well um so just a flag i i do believe that they've met with dakota dixon as well as a safety and again i i mentioned that more because as we're looking i think dakota is going to be probably a late late round guy seventh round guy maybe an undrafted free agent uh, but the packers do at times uh, take a look at uh, former Wisconsin players. In fact, right now, Jamerson, the cornerback from Wisconsin, uh, stuck a little bit later uh, in the season with the Packers due to some injury, and he's on the roster going into camp this year. So wouldn't necessarily be a huge surprise if the Packers took a look at a couple Wisconsin guys um, uh, for workouts or as undrafted free agents. Absolutely. So, um, Dane, I think that just about wraps it up then as we're looking at the safety prospects. Anything else that you wanted to add overall for either safety or cornerbacks um, and kind of the strategy or what you expect to see from the Packers in the draft? No, I I think that we are going to have, uh, it's going to be a brand new room. I think some of the later round guys are probably going to be competing with somebody like a Raven Green, who I thought showed some flashes before unfortunately getting injured last season. Um, But there's going to be a a lot of competition going into camp, a lot of new faces, but I think that um, I expect a lot of um, positive adjustment from the safety room going into this year, and I think that the defensive backfield for the Packers, along with the rest of the defense, is going to be much, much, much improved in year two under Coach Patton. Yeah, I would just point out one last thing on safety. Um, there are still some lower-priced safety-free agents out there that you could probably get on a one-year deal, um, and the Packers have uh, just enough for, uh, money under the salary cap to get uh, a couple of those guys. or uh, They would just get one, but um, I think that's definitely a possibility if they're not able to get the guy they really want in the draft um, they'll still be able to go out after the draft um, and pick someone up if they need to so fans just relax and don't panic if we don't uh, invest a lot of capital or invest a, a high pick in the safety position in the draft absolutely you're, you're 100% right Wags and there that's um, I think that that's going to be in Goody's back pocket and quite frankly a number of other GMs around the NFL and that's another reason why I think we could see the safety position be a little bit devalued in this draft, which, again, could maybe play to our advantage as we take picks. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it'll be fun to see this play out. And uh, uh, so thanks for listening to our DB preview. Um, And if you haven't uh, yet listened to all of our offensive position previews, um, you certainly can go back and uh, listen. We had quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and offensive line uh, episodes have all dropped already they're quick uh 10 to 20 minute episodes uh so uh, we appreciate you listening um and go pack go go pack go